Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a content manager, Luke. Luke, I'm so delighted to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Tom, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Luke, tell me a little bit about yourself, first of all. Well, um, I'm living and working in Dublin, in Ireland. Um, I work for a company called Info Photography. Uh, I've been there since 2012, December of 2012. Um, Before that, I had done a degree in journalism in college. uh, And straight out of college, I was working in a radio station. uh, Classic Hits, it was called, in in Dublin as well. And I really enjoyed my time there. uh, But when this job in Info came up, uh, it was a friend of a friend who told me about it. And... uh, I, I quite liked working in radio. I kind of saw myself working in radio because uh, I'd done a bit of that in, in college as well, both on air and, and sort of behind the scenes. But uh, when this job came up, uh, I went for it. And I'm very glad that I did. I kind of fell into the, the world of sports photography, not knowing a ton about photography. And I'd, I'd like to say a little bit about sport. Uh, I hope I hope uh, the people I work with would agree with that as well. Uh, and yeah, I've been there ever since. Brilliant. And Obviously, sports photography is the line of the business, but what do you see as your main strength in digital and in content creation? Well, I think, uh, I mean, social media, again, is, is why I started working there. I think, again, back in 2012, uh, the kind of the people who owned the company saw Twitter in particular uh, as an area they wanted to grow and expand in. And I think just because I was in the right place at the right time and was of an age where I understood it quite quickly, they thought I was some sort of technical genius, which I'm, I'm here to confirm. I definitely wasn't. Maybe I hope they don't listen to this. I think like, I was in the right place at the right time, at least initially. But um, from there, I mean, my, my main strength, I would say, is very much in the line of business that sports photography is. It's so reactionary and it's about capturing a moment or the moment that can happen at any given time. Uh, whether it's breaking news and you need to have content off the back of that ready to go. Or I've found myself as, as years have gone by and, and Info has built up a kind of a a strong following or, or at least our followers know what they're getting out of info social media platforms just to hit the tone correctly be a little bit jokey maybe a little bit cheeky as well but again a very fine line there that you don't want to you don't want to be on the wrong side of so i would think on any given day sometimes i would have to stop what i'm doing because something happens whether it's an incredible image or a piece of news or something that breaks and i just have to in that moment nail that uh, as best as i can now i don't always i'd like to think sometimes i get it right and that's why they've they've kept me around but yeah i would think reacting to things would be my main strength in digital yeah and looking at your work i can see that you you know you you have a high quality in terms of that content so it's quite an interesting dynamic luke because you're probably getting given really good especially photography images at sporting events which there's high interest in anyway how do you come up with the ideas to make it fun and engaging? And, and can you give just some ideas to our audience about how you would go about doing that? Well, I've always thought, uh, because oftentimes the pictures speak for themselves, so there's there's less that I have to do. Less can be more sometimes, whether it might be, I don't know, off the top of my head, a player with their family after the game, and if they play for Connacht Rugby, for example. Uh, I don't know, something as simple as a green heart and like hashtag family or something can do extremely well, which I know sounds basic and sounds like, but anyone could do that and they certainly could. But I, I mean, I've been told from the people I work with that I have a bit of a knack for, and I don't know if it's the journalism uh, and, and the sort of ease with words of just saying the right things at the right times and to, to, to capture that moment. Um, 
I remember just as one example that that kind of sticks out uh, from last year from the Olympics. We had uh, three photographers who were there, and on a daily basis, you're getting a lot of high quality imagery. So one picture came in particular of Simone Biles, and straight away when I saw it, I just it was, I think it was like five half five in the morning, and I just remember going like this is this is fantastic but i thought the timing might be off because oftentimes timing as well is very important as you know yourself so i yeah. thought this might miss just because a lot of where where i was and a lot of our followers aren't maybe awake or engaging yet but i did it anyways like i i, I put it out there thinking like look there's no better time than the present to do this and by 36 hours later simone biles is on tv being interviewed about the picture and off the back of that our photographer was also interviewed by RTE, uh, the, the national broadcaster here, again, about that picture. So to see it go from saying the right thing in the moment at half five in the morning, and then she's getting asked by, I think, USA Today, or maybe CNN, we're talking to her about that picture a, a day and a half later, and she got in touch looking for it as well, which again is, is very cool. But to see it go from the desk where I was sitting and knowing that if I say this, hopefully it will work out to then that being the best case example of, I mean, the engagement we got off the back of it was fantastic. Even things which... I know it's not exactly digital marketing, but for the company likes of print sales and stuff, which I know is, is kind of a different area of business, but to see tangible profit, even from, you know, a tweet like that, uh, well, social media post, because it, it wasn't just on Twitter was, um, was amazing. So I know that's only one example and it doesn't, oh, it's not always a home run like that, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's one example that I, I think I could give where I'd like to say I did a good job in that moment. And certainly my boss thought I did. Yeah, and, and Luke, that you, you've hit the nail on the head because a lot of digital marketers that listen to this podcast, they're always looking for that kind of without like viral moment, that, that moment where it has a bigger impact than usual. Mm-hmm. And that clearly is, it, it sounds like one of your big, biggest successes is being on the button. So uh, after a game, a rugby match or whatever, having content behind the scenes or or something like that, where it was in the Olympics, it was in the early hours. What's your process for posting and and deciding that content? Because obviously you got the pictures in the early hours, you just happened to be up. Uh, how, how did you go about that process? Or are you always switched on for the next piece because you're trying to be as current as possible? Well, in that instance, I mean, unfortunately, I, I wish I could work 24-7 sometimes, but uh, I think my, my friends, my girlfriend might, uh, might have a problem with that. I mean, as much as I, I'm always looking at the next thing or on my phone, even if I'm not in work, being like, oh, that's really cool. But I, I've had to sort of learn in, in recent years to let go to a small extent. But um, when I am on, which is more often than not, I, I kind of plan there's kind of two ways it works. I, I sit down at the start of week and I go, okay, well, if Ireland are playing in rugby in the Six Nations, for example, at the weekend, I mean, when I say that kind of takes care of itself, the likes of the behind the scenes, even as something as basic as like a full-time score, I mean, that's not, it's going to get some engagement and it's almost like the bare minimum of what our followers expect. But I know on any given week, then the things are going to pop up that, again, which I've spoken about, which we don't foresee. So, also, yeah, which we don't foresee. So it's a balance between planning a couple of weeks ahead and in some cases, a couple of months ahead uh, and also reacting in the moment to things that change. So, for example, Katie Taylor, uh, the boxer, is fighting on J- April 13th, excuse me. Um, yeah. And I already know, like, I think she'll be fighting at about 4 or 5 a.m. Like, I, I want to be in the office uh, working at that time because I know the engagement. She's, I mean, Ireland's greatest ever boxer and Ireland's, in my opinion, greatest ever sports person. So I want to be there and I want, I've already in my head have the ideas of what I'll do. We have a great bank of imagery of, of everything to do with Katie Taylor in her, in her past. And I just know on the night, if I do this properly, it can come off really well. And then I can obviously sit down afterwards and look at the engagements and look at the, the analytics and stuff and go, well, yeah, that was a success and here's why. So yeah, a lot of it is planning in advance. 
uh, and then oftentimes the images are so cool that that they speak for themselves. And just yeah. on that as well, I would say, sorry, Tom, I would also say consistency I've found is also key because without the consistency, people just tend to fall away or they don't engage as much as we'd like them to. Brilliant. So so there's, a, there's some really important factors you've mentioned there. Obviously, the content calendar is key, I suppose, mm-hmm. for a quick answer. How, how long ahead would you plan content-wise? Because, you know, uh, I think sporting events like your football and rugby is quite straightforward, but then things like boxing, you mentioned Katie Taylor there, those fights can come quite quickly, like four months in advance or, mm-hmm. or something, depending on the, what happens. Yeah, so uh, that's it exactly. And again, the time difference often isn't always kind, but that's okay. And I, I also realized that uh, like a lot of sport happens at the weekend, obviously. So initially when I started working in Info, I worked weekends. Um, and in again, in the last five years, I think now at this stage, uh, off the back sort of, of the success of the social media, um i've become the, the content manager so that means working more monday to fridays and sort of also overseeing planning of future events on a whole so like getting three photographers to the olympics and, and stuff like that and the accommodation the accreditation the logistics involved so i know that's i won't get into that now because i know that's probably not what we're here to talk about so my role has expanded in the company so i have to trust that the small team that we do have in the office and when we sit down and talk about this and, and those people who work more weekends than i do that they also understand that this is the bare minimum of what's required. And also, look, I might not be awake at two in the morning every Saturday looking at my phone to see what's happened. And if something's on, they need to be switched on as well. Um, so, so again, letting go in that sense has been kind of, it was hard at the start because I kind of saw info as my baby that I'd, I'd organically grown because there wasn't a lot of, um, and there still isn't really to this day, a lot of uh, uh, paid posts. So letting go was uh, took a little while. Brilliant. So yeah, I, I can see it all kind of fitting into place and y- your your role is so key. In terms of softwares, you mentioned your phone a little bit there. Mm-hmm. What do you use for posting, for getting, you, you mentioned templates and set uh, and setups for the content. What's your process? What's, what's your go-to for, for all of that? Well, actually, and again, I, I get to probably get a bit of stick from this from the lads in the office, but Photoshop, even though it's so important to what we do, I'm not the best it's not my strong suit should we say it's probably the area i'm weakest at but in saying that that's because some of the things we have to do as part of being like the industry we're in can be quite complex and over time uh i've gotten better at the basics should we say so if i need to sort of mock up a graphic at this stage i could do that myself in photoshop but i would plan that ahead of time so again just to go back to the katie taylor one for example i know i'll be able to put something together in photoshop and if she wins and hopefully she does on, on april 30th i can put that last piece in and put it together for example uh so I'll, there's a lot of photoshop probably more than than um than i don't even realize myself uh for a while there because again I, I kind of used the, the basics where I could. I found something like Photo, which seems quite obvious, but just it was so easy on my phone to just put things in place and then get it out there uh, yeah. or even put it in place, schedule it and put it out there. So pictures, it's great because they, they do speak for themselves oftentimes but when you're mocking stuff up and putting it together. Uh, yeah, like that, that would be what I would use. And this is a question for business owners because uh, I think it's quite an important one. How long do you feel you need per post per social platform maybe break them out if you have to what sorry when you say how long do i you feel, feel on your proposed sorry i don't think I. Uh, so let's say you get an image through let's say the olympic example you used from you getting the the imagery mm-hmm. how long did it take you to put together what you're proposing um in oh, a scenario so like again seconds which is i would like to say one of my 
key strengths or I would hope so like if I see it I'll stop everything else I'm doing and sometimes that's to the detriment of other areas of the business because I work over info is such a fast-paced you know clients such as the Six Nations the Irish rugby team uh Munster they require stuff ASAP for their own social platforms uh, and we 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 feed them as well but oftentimes if I see something I'll just straight away I can't even explain it uh it's like it's like the words just, they just appear and I'm like, this is what I should say right now and this is going to work. And look again, they're not all home runs, but I'd like to think sometimes I, I get it right or even finding something exciting in the more mundane, if that makes sense. Um, so I, I, I need to be very quick when it comes in. Uh, occasionally it can be like something might come to me later in the day, uh, but that's, it's maybe less exciting. Like there, there are things we cover every week, like training sessions or photo calls or, or events for clients where maybe a few hours later, I might go, Oh, that kind of looks like this or this. And yeah, I, I can do that as well. But really it's about having the stuff done as quickly as possible. Brilliant. And Luke, away from your strengths uh, in this area, is there anything in particular you want to upskill into and why? Well, I think, um, the the analytics end of things, I'd be lying if I said it was definitely my my strongest suit. Um, thankfully, the, because the the industry that we're in is quite niche, there's not a ton of pressure on me all of the time to to be able to for people, like when I have meetings to be able to say, well, this didn't quite hit. Why? What can you do better? No, certainly it's not like I have a, a free pass and I can just do what I want. But like the the need sometimes when we sit down and look at the numbers, yes, it has to happen, and yes, I do it, but. I could do a better job myself, I think, on truly understanding why we've done this in this moment. Like, I I think I know why we're doing it and I believe in what I'm doing is correct, but that's not always the case. So certainly the numbers end of things. I know um, I saw a thing recently uh, that I think PwC had a study in 2021 where they said that uh, like automation was a worry for people in this industry. Like, you know, they can just have stuff that's put out and, and like a company can just schedule stuff and that's that's grand. I'm lucky again that this is more of a unique business. So I don't know, like the, the personality that I have and that the company hopefully has, will it'll always be be needed and be relevant. You can't just schedule stuff and put it out. And I actually find that a real, uh, a real turn off personally. When I see that, like the same post three or four times over the course of a weekend and there's little to no engagement on it. So yeah, kind of, I, I don't like that myself. But um, yeah, I, I think definitely the analytics end of things uh, I could do, I could do more with. With analytics, Luke, what do you use for that actual monitoring? Is it is it just the back end of business manager in Meta? Or is it is it the actual accounts themselves? Or do you have an all-in-one platform that kind of shows you some analytics? No, we, we don't have an all-in-one platform. And really, I think for the rest of this year, maybe the second half of this year, that's something that uh, we could really do with. Because, again, I think if I had one or if we, we put one in place, it would it would take us to the next level again. I, I think info has gotten to a stage where, again, the brand is, is strong with the people who interact with it. But let's not take that for granted. Let's try and be better again and improve on that again. I mean, yes, the likes of whether it's like the, the business Instagram account and, and Facebook and stuff like that. Yes, I have access to them and, and you look at the numbers and and occasionally we, we have sort of dipped our toes more into doing paid posts at certain times just to see again how that would work out. And the numbers like have been... When I say underwhelming, maybe not exactly what we expected. So I think maybe, yeah, an all-in-one platform to to be able to better understand that and to improve info and take it to the next level as well would be uh, would be certainly something that I myself would should really look into and upskill for sure. Brilliant. 
And lastly, just on that note, is it Twitter that's still what you see as your main account or is Instagram or Facebook taken over? Do you play around with TikTok, I suppose, as well? Well, it's funny you mentioned I, I thought TikTok might come up all right because it's, it seems to uh, so much these days. I mean, Twitter will always be my, it's my personal favorite as well. I mean, even on a, on a personal level, I use it very frequently and always have. Instagram, again, it's really great for info because all you have to do is put up a lovely picture and people react to it really well. Facebook, certainly we use Um what we found, and again, that's not really my area of the business, it almost felt like it was more sales-like, if that makes sense. So if we had a particularly iconic image, and Info certainly has a few, you'd almost be using that to be like, you can buy this for whatever reason. So it's not that I stay away from that, but I, I really see that when I'm asked to to do those sorts of things as uh, less fun, necessary, and pays the bills, but less fun. But uh, in terms of TikTok, and I, I've, uh, I fought hard for this last year at the Olympics, um, like it's a it's an unbelievable platform and it's so cool and it's uh I, I mean it's addictive even I don't know if I'm allowed to use the word addictive but I mean I, I have it obviously on my own phone and the, the time can can get away from you but it requires a level of buy-in from photographers because they're at the events that we just can't give at the moment they they're so busy with what they have to do for clients and for editorially for newspapers and magazines as well that when when I had a meeting with them last year it just didn't get the buy-in and I wanted to do it properly or not at all. So the compromise that we came to at the time was uh, of two of the photographers who were over in, in Tokyo at the Olympics. There was three of them there. They did like vlogs and videos and, and we have a videographer who put together really cool packages that I was able to put on social. But like the life of a sports photographer is interesting, unique and cool. Well, I think so anyways. And I know people would be interested in seeing you know, sitting at the side of a pitch or they're in the changing room with a winning team or whatever it might be, but they do so much that it's just not at this stage gotten the level of buy-in that uh, that I would like. So we stayed away for now, but I would like to, in future, implement that for sure. Yeah, I, I think anyone listening, there's definitely a market there, Luke. Mm -hmm. So hopefully someone is a videographer and wants to reach out and is in that space already. That'd be quite cool for you guys. Definitely. Uh, we do have one guy internally, but I mean, to be fair, he's so he's swamped with like he's very good he's, he's gotten very good very quickly um steven is his name so he does so much uh sort of with clients whether it's again adidas or red bull or lifestyle sports and sort of works with them uh so oftentimes if i come to him and i say look can you do a video package for the olympics or we'll be with the irish rugby team in new zealand this this summer it's almost i almost feel like i'm annoying him if that makes sense it almost feels like he's got so much on his plate. So yeah, for sure. Uh, more in that area will be fantastic. The more, the more I help, the better. And then if I could get TikTok over the line, then that would be amazing. Love it, Luke. And looking at the digital industry as a whole, is there anything that really excites you coming down the line? Well, I think I'm so, uh, I'm so wrapped up like in the bubble that is info and, and just wanting it to be better uh, in, in every area that it would be cool if, to, if I could streamline the process even a little bit more from the moment I get a picture from a photographer like the the uh, programs we have in place to then get it onto my phone or get it onto twitter instagram whatever it is and then out if i could make that even quicker i'd love to as it is i've gotten it down to a pretty fine art but anyways i could get it quicker and sharper snappier i would love that to be the case um i don't know that that's a possibility but i certainly would love it love it to be the case and even personally just more implementation of video because i know even though we're photographers uh, that just, that's just, it's not even the future, it's the now really, isn't it? So just to implement as much of that as possible would be cool as well. Not sure that's totally it. It's an obvious content link as well, I suppose, Luke. So yeah, it's a no-brainer for you guys, really. 
Yeah, exactly. Again, I'm not sure I've, I've totally uh, answered that question exactly the way that, that you would like. But for us personally, that is, yeah, that they would be, that's the obvious content, of course. Um, it just requires, uh, it's, it's so, I, I, mean, I, could spend, I could spend hours talking about sort of the, the nuances and the little things we have to do on a day-to-day basis to keep clients and editorial happy. So sometimes it's about just not even keeping the head above water, but just knowing what we're good at and just continuing to do that consistently while also looking for ways to get better and yeah, video is, is one of those ways we could certainly get better. Really well said. And lastly, Luke, we always ask this on the show, and we try and understand the people behind the role a little bit more. If you could bottle up one personality trait that you believe you have that you could pass on to others, what would it be? Um, I've always, I mean, when I first started working there, I think all I ever did was show up early and most of the days with a smile on my face and, and good things seemed to happen for me. Uh, so I'd like to think by and large, I'd, I'd be in good form and be enthusiastic and, and willing to talk or and deal with everybody from like in all different areas of different businesses on, on any given day. It really excites me. It, it's what one of the things I love so much about the job. So I guess communication. Uh, I, I love just dealing with different people, hearing from them, why they're doing what they're doing, whatever the case may be. So yeah, communication, enthusiasm for the role and I suppose enthusiasm in general. Uh, and I guess finally, not that I'm, I'm, I'm taking two or three things here now, making myself sound fantastic, but also just, learning i think sometimes we forget in social like it's obviously there is analytics it's numbers driven it's post driven it's how can we get ahead but i found getting to know the people behind various accounts now I, i'm in the luxury of i'm allowed to do that because of the roles and you know you get to talk to these people but you come to realize like you can learn from them ideas from them they're trying this and why they're doing it like that's just i could talk about that all day i mean i i, I love that so unfortunate again that we might work with somebody like red bull uh, and we might do some photography for them in ireland but then afterwards i can speak with their social team a little bit and say well why do you do this and what did you think of this and then i can learn from them and maybe they can learn from me but yeah getting to know the people behind the account sometimes as well is is brilliant like again i love that so much what a wonderful answer luke that's it thank you so much for being on the show obviously we'll tag you on linkedin and i'm going to try and post some of your work as well but thanks so much i hope everyone loved listening to the episode Tom, thank you so much for having me. I had a fantastic time. Thank you. Cheers, buddy.